We're back to the Neil Haley Show, and I'm here again with the inventor and co-founder of Fabulingua, Leslie Amana Beggard. Leslie, thanks for stopping by. And, you know, we talked more of the story last time, the origin story, more about why Fabulingua. But we're going to talk about a specific population in education that really this fits really well with. And that's the homeschooling population because you learned this, created this curriculum based on teaching your own son. So I think it really makes a lot of sense, doesn't it? Yes, yes. I mean, I really developed this curriculum when I realized that I wanted my kid to learn Spanish, but that the tools out there were not very substantial. There were definitely lots of tools that would teach you, you know, flashcard kind of thing, learn your colors, learn your numbers, but that, that's not learning a language. I really wanted him to really come a long way on the path to proficiency. Um, and you don't do that by learning stacks of vocabulary. And uh, so I developed it through children's stories because we all know how powerful children's literature is to teach us English um, and kids that are taught, that are read to a lot in their mother tongue from early childhood. Those kids become so much more proficient at English that you can see that difference in proficiency when they're in college. And I figured, hang on a minute, if reading so much in English will help you develop English so you're so much better at it in college, might it not also be equally helpful for learning a second language? So it's really developed and based on that. Um, and it's a literature-based um, uh, method of, of teaching a second language. And I developed a patent, uh, a methodology around it, and um, it works really well for, for teaching your kids independently at home. And the reason that it's so popular amongst homeschool teachers is that, or homeschool parents, um, is that really the parent doesn't actually need to be able to speak the language themselves. Um, you can uh, download Fabulingua, your kid can embark on it, and they are going to hear so much of a native Spanish speaker speaking that it doesn't matter that you as the parent don't speak any Spanish. They, they are gonna be tuned in to a native Spanish speaker the whole way through. And all of them developed this really very near native pronunciation that we hear back from a lot of parents about. So the parent learns as well as the child, it sounds yes. like. Yes, yes. We have so many parents who write back. They're like, oh my God, we're ready. I'm learning alongside my kid. I overhear it all the time. So yeah. And so it can be done independently or working together. This, that. Yes, yeah. yes. So each account comes uh, with six profiles. So um, we actually tested a lot of it on homeschooling families as we were developing the product. And one of the things we noticed is that homeschool families tend to be larger um, or often are. Uh, so we wanted to make, create a sort of generous amounts of each uh, of accounts for each family. And, uh, and I think that's been appreciated a lot. So um, in, uh, you, if you can make your own account as a parent or you can kind of read alongside or learn alongside as you just overhear what your kid is, is, is listening to, but you could also get competitive against them and have your own profile. Ah, oh, so someone else can learn better. So hopefully a parent can out, uh, learn their child for sure. But you said, yeah, well, actually it's usually the other way around. Oh, really? <laughs> okay. love, well, their pronunciation at that age, you know, when you're under the age of 10, you are, if you learn a second language before the age of 10, you are so much more likely to become um, a, to, to sound near native. Um, and so the, you just, the, the, your brain is wired that way at that age. Um, and so their pronunciation is usually 
it, at the end of using Puppy Lingua, it is so much better than the parents who, you know, older brains just uh, just pick up pronunciation. It's harder for us to, to pick up local pronunciation. Uh, whereas the kids, they, if they're listening to a native speaker, <laughs> if they're listening a lot to a native speaker, they will sound near native if they're learning underneath the age of 10. Well, that and sounds like it for sure. Now, so let's kind of talk about a bigger family. Why, let's say they have four kids they're homeschooling. What makes Fabio English so special, especially for the little ones that you can have multiple of them learning at the same time, right? And kind of just monitoring. Yeah, well, I think one of the things that that, that makes it actually special, special is that the family price is the same no matter how many of those six profiles you use. So it's uh, $69.99 uh, a year. So if you do have six children, you're teaching them a Spanish curriculum for, you know, 70 bucks a year for all six children. So it is really, really good value. And they're getting all of that comprehensible input. They're not just becoming bilingual. They're actually really developing literacy skills and writing skills and spelling skills. So it is really the sort of full complement from reading all the way through to writing, uh, speaking, a lot of pronunciation practice. Um, so it's it's great value, and and the parent doesn't have to be involved. You know, we we are all of our stories are set in a mobile game, and the game algorithm is what really takes the kids through the curriculum that we've developed. Uh, so the parent really doesn't have to, unless they want to. They can go in and have a look at the profile and see. Um, and we will come up with a, a homeschool parent dashboard uh, in the next few months. But you know, up until then, really the the kids just. Are playing game they, they don't really care about the learning so, but, side it, of it. but it's in a story format the mobile game so kind of explain if they show, give us an example of a story yeah. so yeah. so so you land on the island of fabulingua it's this beautiful island it's got lots of locations that are all locked and so you have to go in and get to know the local characters which are all kind of animals they're cats and mice and you know frogs etc and you get to know them by hearing their story so you would go into a location, say the pond location, there's three characters in there, you tap it and you get to hear their story. And then you hear their story in different ways. The first time you're really working on what we call the magical translation, which is where we're giving you what's con called comprehensible input so that you really are starting to understand it. And then the second time you hear the story, you're working on pronunciation, you're doing a lot of imitation of the narrator. And you work your way many times through the same story over again. You play a lot of different mini games on the story that uh, test com uh, comprehension. They start developing uh, spelling. Uh, they start de developing some grammar concepts. And it's all about the vocabulary from that story. So there's a learning path that we have for each story. And once you've gone through a certain amount of levels of all of the characters in one location, you then win enough compasses to open the next location. And then you would do that work, that, that, that work again. And, and, and basically each time that you read a story, you earn golden keys and you can take your golden keys to our shop, our fabled shop. And in there, you can use your keys to buy different kinds of treasure chests. And the treasure chests have got, you know, um, cards for a card battler. They've got magic stickers for a magic sticker book. Uh, and they have, uh, later on, we're gonna have avatar parts like clothing and, and, and uh, accessories for your avatar. So it, it's just a lot of fun things that you are getting um, as you progress uh, and you collect more keys from, from reading and um, 
and that way you can you can play these card battle and the card battler is like a um, it hasn't been developed yet. Right now, you're still collecting cards for the card battler, but eventually it becomes like a Pokemon type of uh, card battler uh, with all of our characters. So that that's really cool. And what levels, what age does it start? And what age can you, you advance to in Fabulingua? So it's a pretty broad age group. It's ages two to 10. Now, obviously a two-year-old is going to use it very differently from a 10-year-old. And a two-year-old is gonna use it more with their parent. Um, the parents kind of get and get them to the right story. But really what the two-year-old is just doing is listening to stories um, and maybe following, starting to follow the highlighting because we highlight as we read so that they can focus on the letters. And so then maybe they'd start, you would as a parent kind of put run your fingers along. Um, and that's really how a two-year, but it's very useful, right? For a two-year-old's ear to start training on the language that you want them to learn. Whereas a 10-year-old is being very strategic about, I wanna collect this treasure chest, therefore I need to have this many keys. I think I'm gonna read this story here. And, and we, we set up a gaming algorithm to incentivize them to go through the curriculum and to, to be working on the things that they are needing to work on. So this, the, the, the 10-year-old is pretty, a pretty strategic gamer and the two-year-old is just listening to stories, but it's still the same content. So as a family, if you've got a broad age of kids, you can all still be covering the same content, but with kind of very different mindsets about it. And for the language of Spanish, how much, what kind of Spanish are they able to speak by the time 10 if they go through Fabulingua that way? So, um, you know, we, um, we are, are, in terms of, we started the, very beginner level and we go to an intermediate level. Uh, right now we have five locations. We have 15 different stories, 16 different stories. Um, and uh, in terms of the kind of Spanish, it's a pretty mid-Atlantic Spanish is what I would call it. It's a, it's, it's not, it's a, we use the soft S of uh, Latin America, the, the, the S sound for the, for the C's and the Z's uh, that you would use in Latin America, but it's got a pretty neutral um, accent. It's not very extreme. Um, and it depends on the stories. Uh, we don't often use vosotros, but if there's a story that's been written by a Spanish speaker, we honor that writer and uh, vosotros sometimes comes up and we think it's, it's also good for kids to have come across that. Um, so, uh, but it's mostly a Latin American kind of slant. Mm -hmm. And the feedback you've been getting from homeschool parents, especially during COVID is amazing, right? The stories. Yeah. No, yeah, they, they really love the fact that the kids are getting this great exposure to totally, you know, native pronunciation. They get to play with it as much as they want to. They end up sounding this, that have this amazing pronunciation and the parent doesn't really have to do much. So, I mean, homeschool parents work so hard that I think they really appreciate those occasional tools where they don't have to be involved. And I think the other thing that they legitimately appreciate is that it is very well priced, right? They don't, this is, they don't have that private tutoring, which I think some people feel like, oh, in order to really kind of get to a homeschool, you know, world language, you would need to do a lot of private tutoring. And even if it's Zoom tutoring, that ends up adding up over the course of a year. Whereas here, you know, it's 70 bucks for the year um, and it feels much more affordable. Um, so they, they appreciate that. And the kids just love it because they're just playing a game, you know. And what's cool is you see the progress. That's yes. the thing. And then you keep adding more things. But again, the homeschooling parents portal that they can really track their kids, what they're doing, doing specific things so that really they could see, are they really progressing through each day that they're getting on the app? 
I think that's so, a, so the, the, the parent portal right now for the homeschool parent right now, it doesn't exist yet. We're actually developing the teacher portal and the parent, the homeschool portal will be a version of that. Okay. And that will come out in the next couple months. Um, so that portal doesn't exist yet. Um, but in terms of the progress that you're going to see, um, we do have various blogs on fabulingua.com that really talk about this. There is a thing called the silent period. And I do think that homeschool parent teachers know this, but I think homeschool parents would be do well to know this too. There is this silent period uh, in language acquisition that happens where the child or the adult, quite frankly, is not generating a lot. Basically, your brain is processing all of this new input and it's arranging it. It's trying to make a mental map out of it. And it's very important that during that time period, we don't stress the child out by demanding output and saying, what did you learn? Tell me, tell me, speak, speak, write, write. It's very stressful. And one of the things that the science of second language acquisition has shown is that any degree of stress it's total sabotage of the language acquisition process. So it's very important for parents to respect that silent period. It's going to be different amounts for different kids. For some of them, it's going to be a couple of weeks. Some of them is going to be a couple of months and some of them can even be six months. But it's important to not get stressed about it. Just keep on giving them the input. Keep on having them listen to the stories, play the games. The whole point of making it into a mobile game is that it is low anxiety so that we don't trigger that anxiety that is so detrimental to um, language learning. And, and so just to, as a parent, just provide that input, provide that input. And, and we are a platform of comprehensible input um, and um, don't demand output. And then what we always hear is the parents did that. And then like six months down the line, the parent, the kids are suddenly like, yak, 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 yak. Uh, I'm and sure. The kid, yeah, no, and the really interesting thing is that the kids who are brought up, um, who, are, who are taught, a second language through comprehensible input, through a comprehensible input approach, they end up becoming the most communicative. They just end up having no fear, just chit chat talking. Um, and that's the beautiful outcome of a comprehensible input led approach is that they just end up, you know, being very fearless about talking um, and very natural. Um, so you just give them their time at the beginning and uh, and then comprehensible re input really really works. Um, and the best place to go right now is where to learn about um, uh, to learn about Fabulingua. You would you might want to come to our website, which is www.fabulingua.com. F-A-B-U-L-I-N-G-U-A.com. Uh, we actually have a lot on our website that you can, and we have some a really good blog section that if you're interested in, in second language acquisition, you really want your kid to acquire a second language, that um, go in there and, and, and read all about it. But if you just are like, I just want to get them in there and I don't want to know anything about it, just go to our, um, uh, just find us on the App Store uh, or Google Play, uh, look up Fabulingua uh, and download it there and just get your kid going. We appreciate it, Leslie. Thanks again. Thank you so much. You're welcome. You're listening and watching The Neil Haley Show, and we'll be back in just a moment.